Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Good morning. The e-hailing partners council say they're holding a two-day protest at the offices of the Gauteng Premier, Panyazila Sufi, and the offices of both Uber and Bolt. They say they're being treated unfairly. They're also protesting against the use of the Bajaj cars, those little yellow cars or quadricycles, by Bolt. Kenny Moritzele is from the e-hailing partners council. Kenny, good morning. Uh, good morning, Steve, and good morning to your listeners. Why are you holding this protest? What do you want? No, thank you very much. Mm, the protest today will be directed to the Gauteng government. And the reason for that is we are demonstrating against the relationship or the partnership that our government has decided to enter into between themselves and Uber and Bolt. And we are basically saying this partnership cannot continue. Why? Because we've been organizing, Steve protest march directed to the same government to report the same companies about the treatment that they are giving to our drivers. Our drivers are suffering exploitation, slavery at the hands of the same companies. So it came as a shock to us. How can the same government therefore have partnership with such companies? Two, you will understand what our biggest grievance was issues of dumping pricing in the industry. And when you look at the Bajaj cars, they are introducing a lower category of e-hailing services that brings cheaper or lower fares. What's so wrong with that? So the same fares... Sorry? What's wrong with that? Yes. So, so, so this affects directly the profitability of our drivers. Because currently... We are sitting at 450 per kilometer with the big cars that we are using. With Bajajas, now we are going to 200 per kilometer. So this directly affects the profitability of our operators on the ground, so which Ken- is very, very bad. So, Kenny, I fully accept that the government, perhaps the national government too, is a case to answer around regulation in this industry, right? And we see disputes around that in different parts of the country. What I don't quite get is on Mm. what basis you oppose the Bajaj cars. Because I remember when Uber and e-hailing first started in South Africa, the metered taxis, who were more expensive than Uber, made exactly the same arguments that you're making about the Bajaj cars now. The Bajaj is cheaper. So if I want to use a Bajaj, why shouldn't I? You see, what what, what we want, uh, Mr. Steve, is the business needs to remain sustainable if 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 the business is not sustainable that on its own compromises both riders and drivers because you can imagine mr steve if you are now uh, driving on an uber then your your, your uber just sure. stuck on the road because of fuel your so, driver doesn't have enough so, money for fuel but kenny you're you compromised you you, as a driver also no one in the e-hailing industry listened to the meter taxis when they made exactly the same complaint and that's my point is that people driving ubers were very happy to basically eat the lunch of the meter taxis now someone's coming to eat your lunch no no at that time you'll understand the the dynamics were different no one really understood the technology everyone was just excited about the new innovation but now everyone we do understand 
what is this technology all about and what is bringing in. So that's, now that's, that's not the reason, we, Kenny. The reason must be that at the time, e-hailing drivers like yourself stood to gain, mm-hmm. and now you stand to lose. That's why you argued ABC then, and why you're arguing XYZ now is that now you stand to lose. And Kenny, don't get me wrong; I do have sympathy for you. Maybe I should have had more sympathy for the for the for the um, for the meter taxis. I didn't have much at the time, but my point is that in the end, this is what happens, and it's very hard to stop. If someone wants to use a cheap car to get a cheap ride for themselves or their family or whatever, I don't see how you can stop that. Now, our, our, our position as an industry, Steve, is if indeed our government wants to play a role in this industry, they must introduce a subsidy so that the affordability of uh, the fares in the industry do not come at the expense of our drivers. Okay, but Kenny, I'm we sorry. We understand that it's key for the province or the government to provide law affairs in terms of transportation, but that shouldn't be done on the expenses of our drivers. So that's our position currently. Okay, I understand that's your position because you're the one who stands yes. to lose out. Now, I, I, I accept that you're in a difficult spot, Kenny, but mm. it can't, if, if the Bajaj driver can do it sustainably, well, good for them. And if you can't do it sustainably, well, that's, I don't know if that's government's problem. It comes back to the same thing. And I realize that not everyone's going to agree with this. But if someone wants a cheap ride, then what's to stop them taking the cheap ride? You can't ask government to stop that. You can't say government must make it as cheap for them to use you as it is for a bajaj. It's the way the market works. No, you'll also understand that the bajaj also infringes on some of the bylaws. Hence, the JMPTS came very handy in the industry to try and and, and cap that part. Thanks to them, because they managed to impound around 20 to 23 Absolutely, but that doesn't un- that yeah, doesn't answer the fundamental question. If they're following mm-hmm. all of the laws, why shouldn't someone use them? Yeah, but currently they're not, and they are not up to standard to provide public transport service. Hence, they're being impounded. You see, so we cannot allow a situation whereby now we are introducing vehicles that are substandard uh, to the service that we are providing. As e-hailing, we pride ourselves of providing comfort and convenience to our clients. And the same cannot be uh, told with the Bajaj cars, right? They compromise even the safety of the same riders that they're using. So this industry, hands we've been calling for proper regulation so that we don't find ourselves now riding on scooters every day. Well, in many countries, people do ride on scooters. Go to Rwanda. Go to many countries in the world. You have an Uber scooter system. You have them in Nigeria. You have them everywhere. If people want to do unfortunately, them. well, unfortunately, in South no. Africa, the regulation does not support that. Yes, but in other countries, it does, and that means people move around uh, more cheaply. They they take a risk. They decide to move around more cheaply. You can't stop that. Yes, but now we, we are a law-abiding uh, 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 country. So if the regulation does not support for that, then why do it? Let's stick to to the regulations and move on. Let's ensure that the safety, the comfort and convenience of our riders is is, is taken care at all times. Kenny Moratzele, thank you very much indeed. We, we obviously agree on regulation. Thank you. The, from the e-hailing partners. Council Will, I'll be intrigued to hear your response to that on 86 2032